0: Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now here's your host, Cole Johnson.
1: Cole Sports. I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to talk about a fan being so devoted that he took a stab at. We're going to, of course, address the beard and zero chill and we're going to put a subject on the further review. This one we're going into the history books But for right now Let's get to the headlines Dateline Augusta golfer sergio garcia who has been the bridesmaid many different times but not the bride or i should say the best man in this case and not the groom has finally broken through and won his first major yes you heard me correctly sergio garcia has won the masters tournament and the first career major victory to put it in perspective the runner-up Justin Rose really talked about the magnitude of the tournament and the magnitude of what it means to Sergio himself. He said, quote, it's good for Sergio. You know, often he feels like he's not supported the way he would like to be here in America, and it was encouraging to see the crowd get behind him. I think that they realized he paid his dues, and they realized he's been close so many times, and they probably were pulling for him to pull through on this occasion. I get my fair share of love and support out there in the PGA Tour and tournaments most of the time. Obviously, people felt strongly that it was his time. Close quote. Dateline, Pittsburgh. So during game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs first round series between the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Pittsburgh Penguins, a 43-year-old auto detail shop owner was stabbed in the head by someone with a screwdriver. According to The Guardian, this is what they reported. Quote, police said the victim refused treatment for the laceration from paramedics on the scene, stating he would drive himself to UPMC Mercy Hospital at the end of the game. Close quote. And this is why people consider sports to be out there. Fandom has its price. A screwdriver to the head? Not for me. Dateline, Foxboro. How does this grab you? So last week, All Day or Adrian Peterson visited the defending world champs. And now they have made overtures this week that they are in the market for one Richard Sherman. But the talks died down considering that the price tag was a bit steep. It doesn't surprise me that the Patriots took out a flyer on him. What surprises me is the willingness for the Seahawks to say, yeah, we're shopping him. Whoever can give us the great return on our investment with this have at richard sherman because well let's be completely honest when he gets up in age he won't have any value and we need to have value for our players sometimes you have to see these moves to realize that this is a business first and foremost it is a business dateline philadelphia from the sublime to the ridiculous, the Phillies, when they were playing the Nationals this past weekend, put forth a record 12 runs in the first inning. Yes, you heard me correctly. They put forth 12 runs, which would mean the losing pitcher, uh, Mr. Guthrie, would probably have an ERE of that game of 108. No, not 1.08, 108. But a few days later, after their record-setting 12-run first inning, they decided to let Joanus Cespedes go yard three times in a 14 to four defeat it really is feast of famine with these teams you can have wonderful outings one night and you can be outclassed the next that's the beauty of baseball i mean you just simply don't know when success is going to come and when failure is going to hit you and when it does hit you it hits you hard When I come back, we're going to deal with history and upon further review, but immediately following the break, the beard versus zero chill. The domain industry is growing rapidly and it's time for you to share in the wealth. Our friends over at domain.com challenges industry heavyweights head on and offers a simple checkout process, industry low prices and excellent service. Domain.com offers a wide selection of domain extensions, including com domains for a low, low price. How low, you ask? How about ten dollars forty seven cents a year or less? That's a deal, right? Well, How about this? Act now and you can get a domain today for 15% off. Just use the code AFCOM, that's A-F-F-C-O-M, and that discount is yours when you get your domain. Need web hosting? They do that too. In fact, if you purchase web hosting with Domain.com, you get 25% off using the code 25HOST. A-F-F-C-O-M or AFCOM, 15% off your new name. 25 host or 25HOST for 25% off your web hosting. It's worth your while. Domain.com the starting place for everything that happens online.
0: This is Lou from New Jersey. Uh, Mike Snowett. they the playoffs for the NBA on uh, starting Saturday. The Rangers uh, started their playoff hopes and they won against Montreal 2 to nothing. Next game was in Montreal. Uh, the NBA season ended. The Knicks finally remember their terrible, terrible season. Uh, the Magic have fired their GM after five straight losing seasons. And their assistant GM will take over. They have a, chance, they have a 10% chance of getting top pick in the NBA draft. Uh, there's really more later, so we'll check with
1: you. Pipe later that. Many thanks to Lou Tenori for his submission into the new Cold Sports VIP Speak. That's right. If you want to have your opinions heard, just do what Lou did. Go to speakpipe.com forward slash cold Sports with a Z, record, send. It is that simple. You all can be heard now. Make your voice heard. I've been saying it for a while. Now I have the vehicle for you to make your voice heard. Go to SpeakPipe. That's speak speakpipe.com forward slash cold sports with a z record send and it will be played on air just like i did with Lou. so check it out and you'll see it in the show notes as well speakpipe.com forward slash cold sports with a z vip speak come on now i'm looking for you vips stand up and have your voice be counted Now, later on this week, I will be appearing on the controversy Raphael's show, the three-point conversion sports lounge. And I'll talk about what I think about the NBA Eastern Conference in the playoffs. Now, I can do it really quick in the Western Conference. Thanks to Blazers point guard Damian Lillard, we have some interest. Lillard saying the Warriors will go down in six. Now we have the interest in that 1-8 matchup. But the Warriors are just too much for the Blazers. Then we have the Grindhouse versus... The Spurs, man, I feel so bad for the House. especially now since their big time defender Tony Allen went out. I really feel for them. That's going to be an ugly series and not because the Grizzlies are bad. It's just because the Grizzlies do not have the horses. And it's sad to see when you don't see a team that have all the pieces painful. Then you have the Clippers and Jazz. Now, this will be a test of wills. Which will will be greater? And if the Clippers bow in the first round, expect them to be broken up. There, there wouldn't be a reason for them to keep going with the nucleus of griffin jordan and paul and then there is this series the series of the first round of all eight it is about this series here the rockets and the thunder well let's be completely honest here it's about the beard versus zero chill And it's going to be basically a referendum, whether you want to hear it or not, because the MVP is supposed to be a regular season award. This will be a referendum on who really is the MVP. So if the Thunder win it, but Harden wins the MVP, there'll be people that would say, well, hey, Wesper proved in the series that he's the better man and vice versa. So who really is the MVP? Okay. When you break down the stats, and we can go even further into three point conversions and field goal percentage and all of that. But let's just go with points, rebounds and assists. So you have Westbrook, who is the second player in the 70 year history of the NBA to average a triple double for the season. The other being Oscar Robertson done 55 years ago. Great ceremony and great moment of uh, Oscar giving uh, Westbrook the nod and leading an MVP chain in Oklahoma City. Class move, big O. Appreciate that, man. But Westbrook, 32 points, 31.9, 10.7. I'll round it up to 11, 11 rebounds, 10.4 assists or 10 assists. You've only seen that stat line one other time in the history of the sport. Now, remember, think back two years ago when these two were actually going at it for the MVP trophy then, too. Not only did Westbrook win the scoring championship that year as well as this year. But people were clamoring for him to be MVP because he was about an assist or a little more than an assist shy of a triple double that year. But, of course, he was considered eliminated from the fray because his team didn't make the playoffs. Well, that's not an issue here because they are in the playoffs now. And 47 wins with him being the guy and not really having... Any big time help, that's a feat, especially it coming from a point guard. That really is a feat. And people can say, well, I really can't take his that seriously. I really can't take him seriously because his bigs boxed out for a few rebounds so that Westbrook could be the only one to get it. I thought the goal here was as long as the teammate that I have gets the board. So what if they allow him to get a rebound that's easy? Fine. Big deal. Big whoop. That doesn't really matter. As long as a Thunder gets the board and if it happens to be Westbrook and they happen to actually devise two or three opportunities for him to get easy boards, fine. And people just want to reach for straws just to tear at something. Then you have James Harden, the beard. 29 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists. On its ear, you'd say, well, Westbrook's stats are better. Even though Harden has more assists, you would be right. The argument here, though, is Harden took a team that has just as little talent as The Thunder does and won 55 games. And for those who are unaware, that's the third most in the league this year. Only two teams have won more games that they have, which would be the Spurs and the Warriors. No team in the East has won more games than the Rockets this year. And normally, and this is what's in Harden's favor, MVP voting and MVP balloting, it normally goes to the best player on the best team. And the reason why it will not go to anybody on the Warriors is that the candidate for that to happen, Kevin Durant, went down with an injury in March. Of course, he's playing now, but he missed five weeks, so he disqualified himself there. The Spurs, 61 wins, division champs, second-best record in the league. Kawhi Leonard is a viable candidate. 26 points, six rebounds, four assists. Not bad stats, and he would have the win total over both Westbrook and Harden, but Harden and Westbrook have better stats. And so does the fourth candidate, so to speak, which would be the Cavaliers, LeBron James. You know, so Leonard gets disqualified simply because he doesn't have enough oomph with his stats. He has he has the oomph and the power with the wins. But with his own personal stats? No, because the two other players that I have mentioned thus far, actually the three other players, all have more points. All have had more rebounds. All have had more assists. So it puts Kawhi in a distant fourth position it also puts lebron in the distant third position as well because it's been talk of harden or westbrook really ever since january i'll take that back ever since christmas when harden scored that triple double scoring 53 points from then on it was those two and it was not a competition with the others since so in the intervening three and a half months it has been those two and in the next three plus weeks we're going to be dominated with this storyline and we'll hear some other sporting we'll hear some other sports. Things will happen, of course. Of course, you have the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs happening as well. And you have other playoff series, too, in the NBA. And you have Major League Baseball ratcheting it up. And, of course, the NFL Draft is here, too. But the number one question on sports minds will be who is the MVP in the National Basketball Association for the 2017 season? Who's going to take that trophy? Is it going to be James Harden because he's awarded with the wins and the fact that his team was slated to do nothing? Or is it Russell Westbrook who achieved history by not only being the second player ever to average a triple double for the year, but being the player also with the most triple doubles in a season? With 42, just like black sheep said back in the day, the choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. But no matter who wins the award, both men had a wonderful season. And I got to thank you guys because if it wasn't for you two, I would have tuned out of the NBA this season because we almost all know who is slated to be in the finals and who everybody wants to be in the finals. And unfortunately, neither one of your teams or whom anyone wants to really see in the finals. Just keeping it real. When I come back, we're going to go history style and upon further review. Be right back. For you, the Code Sports VIPs, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. There are many audiobooks from which to choose, like Moneyball, The Art of Winning an Unfair Game by Michael Lewis. It's the same number one New York Times bestseller that spawned the movie starring Brad Pitt. The Best in the World at What? I Have No Idea by Peter Thomas Fornatale and Chris Jericho. For my ladies, how about Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg or Serena Williams by J.D. Rockefeller? You could choose any of those four books from the 180,000 in their audio library. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports with a Z for your free audiobook. Hey, after you listen to cold sports and other episodes of cold sports and other podcasts as well, hashtag tripod, go ahead and listen to your favorite book. Give it a try. Enjoy these books and more. Free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cold sports with a Z audible.com where powerful voices bring books to life. episode of Cold sports we're going to of course award the dole of the week as we always do we're going to talk about the dysfunction that is the new york knicks and we're going to put a worthy man in the further review and beast mode possibly a raider Hmm. check out next conversations this tuesday you're gonna love it my next guest the podcast host of down with the dms flagrant two and why not sports d murph that's right d murph will join the conversation check it out That's for the episodes to come. But for this one right here, though, I'm honored and privileged to put this subject, this man and this journey upon further review. April 8th, 1974, fourth inning, Dodgers versus Atlanta Braves. Comfortable night in Fulton County Stadium. And a pitch that just looked too good to pass up for one Henry Aaron was deposited into the Atlanta night air for his career 715th homer. Now that sounds good, right? That sounds wonderful. Fairy tale ending to a wonderful chase of probably the most historic mark in Major League Baseball history we could talk about 56 straight hits and 4,230 hits in a career and 511 wins. The magical number and the magical stat was 714 home runs by Babe Ruth. What was once thought to be unreachable. This man from Mobile, Alabama, now residing in Atlanta, reached it on that night. But it wasn't an easy reach. No, because the beauty about a journey is you have to go back to what took place before that wonderful night existed. Let's go back to the summer of 1973. This 39-year-old ball player who thought that he would win over people with the fact that he would hit these homers, set out to hit 715 homers for a career. But he was introduced to the ugly side of baseball. It was said that Aaron didn't want the Braves to move from Milwaukee, who originally... Had the Braves over to Atlanta simply because of the racial tension that existed then and probably somewhat to a degree this exists now. But in 1966, the Milwaukee Braves were no more. The Atlanta Braves were the opening game in Atlanta. Aaron remarked that he said the biggest cheer came after the scoreboard flashed a message that said, quote. April 12th, 1861. First shots fired on Fort Sumter. April 12th, 1966, the South rises again. Close quote. Now, for those who are not abreast of the history, April 12th, 1861, that's the official date of the U.S. Civil War beginning in South Carolina. Well, that was what Aaron had to deal with in terms of a climate. And so as he pursued that, that unreachable star and that unreachable number, the heat started to really become more and more unbearable. He would receive notes. And letters such as this one Dated May 23rd, 1973 Quote Dear Mr. I hope you don't break the babes record How do I tell my kids That I did it But it took more bats Live ball And other tricks I wish you the worst At anything you do KKK forever Close quote Or how about this note This actually was dated August 21st, 1972. Quote, Mr. President, why in the name of don't you get rid of that Hank Aaron that can't fill up that ballpark you have? I will bet you 80 percent of the people of the people exist in Atlanta. Don't give a for that when he should be playing. He is sick or hurts and you can fall for it. If you will get rid of some of them. And put in white ball players who can use judgment. We could win the pennant and fill that park. But as it is, we the white people don't give up b- for the b- lovers and the b- either. Who told you a bunch of b- can play ball? You're in the South now, and don't give up b- for the black parts. Now, all in all, you don't think Aaron to be a failure. Home run king is black. A has been fan. Close quote. Or how about this letter? This one doesn't have a date. Quote. Dear Hank Aaron, retire or die. The Atlanta Braves will be moving around the country and I'll move with them. You'll be in Montreal June 5th through 7th. Will you die there? You'll be in Shea Stadium July 6th through the 8th and in Philly July 9th through the 11th. Then again, you'll be in Montreal and St. Louis in August. You will die in one of those games. I'll shoot you in one of them. Will I sneak a rifle into the upper deck or a 45 in the bleachers? I don't know yet, but you know you will die unless you retire. You've been up 2000 more times than Babe Ruth and you're not half the player he was. You will not vandalize his record. See you later. Close quote. Now, in that letter is a diagram of supposedly Aaron on the field and that person in the stands Having a trajectory of shooting a bullet in Aaron's direction. Now, many of you are probably saying, "Well, that was an error. That was an error that was bygone. There aren't people that are that that way now." Yes, there are. The reason why I say they are is because there is a hardcore lesson to always learn about history. Those who don't study it are doomed to repeat it. And people wonder why Aaron has a, a bit of a reticence toward fans. Not saying that he is standoffish, but when you have these letters that you read. And you're pursuing a a record that is as prestigious as that one. But you see the hate that just pours from the pages. It's hard for you to shake that even 43 years later. Fast forward back to April 8th, 1974. So as Aaron is rounding second base, there are two white college students, one on his right, one on his left. And of course, Aaron was thinking possibly this might be it. But they were just happy to see history and they were happy to be a part of history. So they both gave him a congratulatory pat. On the back And Aaron finished his trot to home But once he got to home plate His mother wrapped her arms around him so tight That the jaws of life Couldn't break the hold You see those death threats And those letters Caused a woman who loved her son so much To say if this is your time to go It ain't happening Because they're gonna have to shoot me To get to you And I'd be doggone If this not gonna happen on my watch You're mine you here You ain't going to be the one that's going to get shot. I am. So as we commemorate this day, this history making event, I want you to understand what it took to get to this point and how it shaped a man who did deserve any of this venom and how with class and dignity, he continues to go forth. But it will always for him be bittersweet. If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you've heard thus far, an interview, a special, or a regular show like this one, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports? That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. Come along, Cole Sports. Again, it's sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt. Come on down to Speakpipe. Speakpipe.com forward slash cold sports with a Z. Or come to the Cold Sports VIP room. Search in groups. Go in the show notes You'll see the link there Co Sports VIP room Sports with a Z Canadian friends I got you Sports with a Z You can also follow me On social media platforms galore Stitcher SoundCloud Google Play Google Plus iTunes YouTube Pinterest Instagram TuneIn Acast Blueberry Like Share Rate Review And subscribe Thank you for the likes Thank you for the retweets Thank you for the love Thank you for the comments Keep them coming Please and spread the word about this show More importantly, you can follow me Any episode of this brand And all of the happenings of Cold Sports On ColdSports.com That's ColdSports.com You can check out me And these episodes on Cold Sports With the Dot com And no matter when you listen to me Where you listen to me Or how you do I just want you to always do this one simple thing And that is to Enjoy The content For the Intelligent Sportsman I am Cole Johnson And this is Cole Sports
0: You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?